What's up, y'all? We back. My name is Shan, and my other co-host is Dungeon, a.k.a. Jay. And we are back with the third season of The Real Relationship Rapport. This podcast is not about man and woman arguments. It's about understanding of different situations and issues that arise in relationships that are common and how to work through them, how to think through them to have better relationships, okay? We are more on the solution side. So I'm glad you're here. I hope you like the show. You can find us on Stereo app, download it, make your own you know, avatar, or you can use your personal picture and join a live show. We record twice a month, uh, usually on Fridays. Might do it on a different day if an emergency comes up. But either way, we're going to give you a good show. Peace. Let's get this show started. Um, welcome back to the Real Relationship Rapport. This is a podcast talking about topics and situations that may pop up in relationships that some people know how to deal with and maneuver through and some people don't. So before it becomes a problem, think of this like a preventative pod, not let's talk random relationship problems because there are that we are seeing on social media. No, let's talk real things that need to be addressed so you could be better. And this podcast can be found on your favorite podcast app. We record on stereo twice a month, every month. Um, This is the first topic for February. We'll do one more topic for February. Not sure what that is yet. That's going to be a dungeon pick. And um, you could come in here, leave a message, leave a voicemail. Please make it pertaining to the topic so we can stay on topic. But um, we're not here to fight anybody on their methods. If you say something that you don't agree with, cool. If you agree with it, that's cool too. But we just don't think, share, and uh, give some tips so you can walk away more intelligent. So um, this topic was brought up from the topic we did before off of something I mentioned. And Dungeon was like, no, nah, we got we to gotta do a show on that because that's a whole nother thing. Yeah. And so I was like, cool. I said, I have enough information and enough um, thought from the woman's point of view on this topic. So the topic is really, how do you support um, that good man, a man that's good to you? Or a man that's deemed a good man. And this is episode three. Um, I think most women can't even describe the characteristics of a good man. Oh. Um, wh- without it being an argument. Or another woman not agreeing that that's a characteristic. Um, when a good man is a parent, I feel like he displays good characteristics in your presence and in your absence. A lot of women, a lot of women have, are dating two men. And when I say two men, I don't mean two separate human beings. I mean, that man is one person in front of her and a whole nother person in her absence. And so a lot of women will sit and say, they have a great man. They have a good man. Finally, they have the one. 
or they want a good man, but they can't point him out if he was standing right in front of them. I.E. Um, I do love her as a uh, musician, but let's be honest, her picking men have been horrible. Mary J. Blige. Every time, every time I hear that song, um, where she's basically bigging up her husband at the time, and now I think about what he was doing the whole time, I'm just like, damn! If she only knew that he had a whole nother character that he was not showing her, a whole nother persona that he was not being, and how she was just so in awe of him, how he was so involved with her career and just everything and him for for him to do her so dirty it really shows me like women really don't know they think they know but they don't know so with a good man i feel like the respect is there the empathy is there kindness self-awareness all of that is there the question is can you handle a man that is empathetic self-aware and so self-aware that he can talk to you in a respectable manner about um, what happened, what he didn't like about it, and really question you on why you thought what you did or how you said something or your decision making was best. And you not feel offended or you don't feel slighted because um, out of all of my relationships, I've only had one man disagree with me, be upset with me, but stay very um, calm, never call me out my name. Um, Tone was checked the whole time and appropriately was like, no, we're going to have a conversation. Um, I'm going to speak. You you cannot talk over me. I will allow you time to speak, but let me let me say what I need to say. When I tell you at the end of the discussion, Dungeon, the the respect level was higher than it started. Yeah, because you you discuss like adults and emotional yes. people. It shows that he's yes. emotionally. Yes. Yeah. So so um that's something that I've experienced personally. Um you know, when it comes to women, can you nurture a man that's independent and self-motivated? A lot of women feel out of place when they can't fix um something. They yeah, they don't <laughs> they don't have someone that's so flawed that they just automatically fix something. When a man has um, a lot of things in order in his life, you really have to sit back, observe, and be quiet and pay attention to the details to understand how you can help him in his life or improve or, you know, um, show up in a way where he sees the the value in you and a lot of women get um i feel like a lot of women get uh what's the word i'm looking for intimidated yes a lot of women get intimidated by 
a man who you just can't walk into his house and know what's what's broken. You can't walk into his life and know what you need to do or feel confident in the fact that you need to do it. Or you see all the beautiful women that he works with and you automatically feel like this fucking pressure. You know what I'm saying? Even when he's not being disrespectful, even when he introduces you as his lady, you still feel slighted because all of these women are on point. All of these women are classy. So that means I have to be classy. I have to be on my game because this is the norm that he's around. And then you meet his mother and his mother is not trashy. She's a classy lady and she speaks with you, to you with respect. His parents are married. Um, they're happy together. You meet his dad. You meet his other family. And it's just, what is, everything is what it needs to be of a certain standard that you're not used to. And a lot of women, just like some men, get intimidated by the good girl. A lot of women get intimidated by the good guy and uh they start to second guess if they're good enough to be in this man's life because all his shit is together there's nothing i can't bullshit him on there's nothing i can't um tell him he's not doing good enough a man who can communicate um you know himself to you effectively um he exudes a confidence that you don't have to keep telling him to keep his head up or stay confident he has a uh a good faith uh foundation built already a man that prays with you a man that you know greets you in the morning if you don't live together and he knows you out here working and you're looking for a job and he tells you i hope you have a great day i did keep you in my prayers this morning i hope this interview works out great for you a lot of women don't know how to take that yeah why would you when you're only used to drama and fixer up niggas yeah why would you want all that peace in your life yeah you see, the thing is and then the best part about this episode is shan's essentially talking about me that's the best part <laughs> so i have firsthand experience and actually can tell and, and rebut about how what a lot of women have done in my situation with dating to get away from me because they were intimidated by the type of man I am. Not because mm. I'm overly dominant and telling them you got to do this and do that, you know, but that'll get to, we'll get to that when it's my turn. But please understand this. A lot of y'all are used to baby daddies opposed mm. to, to fathers. Yeah. Be the man who's going to act and and treat you like, you know, a father would or a husband, it intimidates you and it bothers you because you're not going to, you're not going to have fun. You know why? You don't have women to chase around and come after, come, come up to speaking to you as a woman. You don't have multiple kids and you have to wonder, you know, which baby mamas is this and who he fucked the got that and what is he still fucking this baby mama now? Your, your life's going to become very boring if that's all that, makes you happy which is the mm-hmm. drama you're not gonna get that because this man has other shit going on that's more important like building his future right. building his empire supplying and leading his family possibly taking care of his older parents 
You know what I mean? Maybe helping you take care of your care, helping you build your credit, helping us put our funds together to buy a house, to move out of, you know, the already nice spot. We're into a better spot so mm-hmm. we can get and raises in our careers or start our own investment groups and businesses, things like that. These are all the things that man is doing. He doesn't have time to chase around baby mamas and unwanted children. That's mm-hmm. not going to be with him. And you, because that's all you like to date, are now bored. Yep. What the fuck? It's the weekend. You trying to take me out to dinners and going on trips and shit. I want to sit on the steps and drink the St. Ives and look for a project nigga. You know, I, want a, I want a man <laughs> who who going to be creeping and I had to check his phone every day. You yeah. know, I want a man who's going to be constantly uh, not valuing himself not working hard enough so I can bitch at him and complain and yell at him and make him feel like a, a fucking shrimp. Yeah. And let him know all you got going for you is dick, dumb nigga. When you meet a real man, it shouldn't even be a good man. It should just be a real man, which ends mm-hmm. up usually being a good man. These are the things you're going to be intimidated by. And all you women that can't handle that will find an excuse to run away. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was a good nigga, but he didn't he didn't give me everything I needed. Oh, he was a good man, but he didn't worship the ground I walked on. You make some ridiculously dumb excuse for your for your poor performance as a female and not knowing how to handle that man, so you're trying to deflect the blame back on him. Oh yeah, he was a good dude, but you know, his car wasn't worth three hundred and fifty thousand. Shut up. You barely make it twenty dollars an hour. Don't play yourself. <laughs> you know, what I mean? but but and we've also seen that the dudes you dated before him were worthless dudes, broke dudes, homeless dudes. How the fuck you all of a sudden gonna jump into this category and be like, if he don't worship the ground I walk on? The last nigga was worshiping the ground another bitch walked on as you chase after him. Yeah, and impregnating her at the same time. But now you want to sit here and tell me, oh yeah, you good and all, but. You ain't you ain't good enough for me because you're intimidated. You can't handle this lifestyle. You don't like this lifestyle. You hate all the peace that comes with you. Hate a man that's intelligent enough to say in an argument, stop deflecting on what you're doing and try to push that shit on me and answer the question. Yep. Don't do that. Like we talking about you. Don't deflect and be like, oh yeah, I got I got this nigga number, and then but you would have got a bitch number. But like what? We're not talking about me. We're talking about you. Yeah. How would you feel if I did that? I wouldn't like it. Oh, okay. But now how I'm supposed to feel? Oh, shit. This nigga got a brain. You know what? <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm used to dumb niggas that, like, just let me manipulate them immediately. I'm good yeah. on this. This, this, this all. You a simp because you got your shit together. And here's what I'll tell you they do the most. Here's what you women who are intimidated do the most. You deflect by talking about how overly independent you are. Mm. That's the biggest sign to all the men out there who are wasting their time dating these intimidated women. Intimidated women. They will always constantly talk about how they don't need a man for nothing because they got their own. Won't yeah. do that with the broke niggas because they can't. They too busy to them. But to you, it's a problem. I don't need you. You, you don't even have to say it. You can just be taking them out somewhere nice. Yeah, this is nice and all, but I don't need no man to take me to no nice restaurant. I got it. Right. 
it's all the deflections of the things you wanted. You done found in this man that you can't stand because he's not with the drama. He don't have that fun aspect in life, you know, of the chasing and the bullshit, the hand hand fights out in front of the project buildings, the the running door running off on the bill because y'all can't afford to eat at Applebee's, but we did it anyway. The going to expensive places and taking pictures like we could afford that and leaving after two drinks of water. <laughs> the the constant struggle because that's all we know and want to be part of. Yeah, the real man, the good man, he ain't gonna have all that for you. So stop fucking with them. Stop wasting their time. Let them go yeah. find a good woman who ain't going to throw how successful she is in their face and constantly talk about, I got it. I don't need no motherfucking man. I'm successful. Because you both understand the reason we're dating is because we're equally yoked and we don't have to try to be better than one another. We're just going to build together because we're not starting from the bottom of the basement. We've right. already done that part of our lives and we're not sitting here trying to build off potential. Mm. Well, I got more coming for you. But I'm gonna get a mic back to Shannon as we play these messages. <laughs> play What's going on, Dungeon and Shannon? What's up? The Minnesots. I'm just chiming in. I'm sure you went through a great deal of information. My apologies for the absence. I think the answer to your question, Shan, is that you have to be able to give a man something that he can't get himself. And that mm. goes both ways. It's reciprocal. So, for instance, what I look for in a woman and the most important characteristic is work ethic. So if mm -hmm. a woman has work ethic, it doesn't matter who he comes in contact with. That's something that he's looking for that is innate. That he can't get that and you cannot manufacture that. Right. So that's just an example. But uh, I'm enjoying the talk so far. Alright, peace, Minnesota. That's a good one um, because a lot of women have this idea that all I have to do is get a man with money and I won't have to do anything but yeah. be pretty and be his lady. Now, when a man does financially take care of himself and he meets a lady, again, those men don't care about how much you make. They don't care how many degrees you have. But they don't want someone who is depleting what they're building. They yeah. want someone who is going to, Add to double, double or triple what I'm already doing through their mindset and just being another set of eyes where I can't be, you know, and, and, this idea that you're going to meet a man just because you're pretty or your body looks a certain way and you don't have to be aware of what this man has on his plate or who's on his team on why he gets everything done and giving him another layer of protection that an accountant won't give him, that his mother can't give him, that his father can't give him, that he can't ask his friends to do on a multi-level, then you can't be that lady. You know what I'm saying? If you ask any great leader of our past, it wasn't easy being married to a Martin Luther King. It wasn't easy being married to a Malcolm X. It wasn't easy being married to uh, any leader of those times where 
you had the world against everything you are saying and you're standing for. But so many women, you know, even if we break it down to something as petty as celebrities, so many women wish they can have a certain type of man, but they don't, they don't want to take on the shoes of what that wife has to deal with. How many months she goes without seeing her husband because of the career he has taking care of their four children, even if they have nannies and and uh, maids, it's still hard knowing you're married to someone, but you can't see them for six months because they're working. Uh-huh. And it's, it's, it's ugly sides to that because you realize that the person that you're married to, even though they might be a great leader or they have um, something purposeful that they're standing for or, or a career of public awareness, you have to keep in mind that this person is still human. So you have to brace for the fact that this person probably makes a mistake and embarrasses you and the whole world knows before you find out. Or instead of you have things that you would share only with your husband or your your child's father, the world shares it first or the world tells everyone that Y'all just gave birth to a boy or a new daughter. And it's all of these things that you don't get to personally have with your person that most women don't take into consideration that you can't handle this type of scrutiny every day. You can't handle, you know, a regular morning where you want to take your kids to school and you have 60 people outside with cameras and paparazzi because of who your husband is or who, what millionaire your husband is, or, you know, it's just, it's different levels that people don't think about. And when it comes to a work ethic, even if you don't have to work because this man is completely content in what he does and he can basically pay for the life, you still have to have a work ethic to get up and show up for your family that you're creating, regardless right. of this being around or not. And a lot of women will go in a closet and cry until this man comes home. Because they're not, they're not built mentally for it. They're not built physically for it. Emotionally, they don't know how to you know, balance out those emotions and, and feelings in order to get certain things done because it's not all pretty. It's, it's not all, you know, peaches, you know. If your man is great, there's 50 other women that know so. Uh-huh. And you probably been telling them on social media. So that even if too. they didn't know, now they done figured it out. That too. I'm going to play this other message. You know, as far as uh, women saying that, you know, they're looking for a good man and men saying that they're looking for a good woman, you got to be careful that you're able to take accountability mm. because that's the biggest thing. Because if you find a good man or you find a good woman, that person is going to hold you accountable. And you have to ask yourself, do you want to be held accountable? Yeah. And what generally happens is you try to, make up excuses like the brother is saying and I'm speaking from the man perspective and the woman perspective and it's always best to speak in generalities rather than absolutes but 
when someone's holding you accountable, you know, people tend to find little things that's wrong with the uh, opposite sex because they don't want to be held accountable. And uh, yeah. once we start to realize what the issue is, we're do ourselves a great favor. Yes. Fact. And you have to have um, that um, okayness with being, with feeling unequipped or not, um, I don't feel, I don't feel like I have the know-how to deal with what my problem is. And I'm feeling embarrassed that this man revealed my problem while respecting me in the process. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? It's one thing to disrespect a woman and reveal what her problem might be because she can deflect all day because you disrespected her. You didn't have to tell her like that. But if you respect a woman and you, you discover with her what her issue is and she has no rebuttal, one, that, that means she knew what her issue was and she tried to hide it. Uh -huh. Two, that means she doesn't know how to go from here when she's speechless. And three, that's where both of you have to make a decision on, we got to work on this. Here are some options on how we're going to work on this. It's either you're going to go here and talk to somebody or we can go together and talk to somebody or I'm going to have to see an improvement with this. If you need my help, let me know. But this, this, this is a repetitive thing that you're doing that I'm seeing that's not going to help us. Yeah. And when you put things as clear as that to women, you're going to see if she's willing to build with you or her goal is to take you down. Yeah. Because sometimes they can be doing the work or saying they're doing the work. Yeah. They're not getting better. And then eventually you're going to wonder, like, you're doing all this personal therapy, but you're still the same person. Right. What? So what are you accomplishing through therapy? Isn't the point of therapy to become better or figure things out? Or are you just... Right. Somebody to listen to you talk. And I think some people get into that stage where they just want somebody to hear them talk and they're not actually trying to fix anything. You right. know, I went through that myself where, you know, an ex is just going to therapy all the time, but was remaining the exact same person. Wasn't changing none of the habits. You know, mm -hmm. when we had disagreements, still was turning into Tupac or whatever thug rapper was popular at the time. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I was just like, you know, nothing seems to be changing here. But when you spend, uh, you know, a good hour or so a week on the phone with a therapist, what are you talking about? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then on top of that, ladies, while we're, I know y'all think it's cute to do all this stuff about, oh, I want a man with all this money and he need to take care of me, blah, blah, blah. Mm. New flash breaking news to you. If he's not only looking for you for sex you might as well throw that pussy on the back burner and stop using that as a weapon <laughs> because i'm gonna tell you right now the older men get the less they give a damn about your pussy yeah. and i ain't talking about the cleanliness of it and all that we always well good clean men always care about that 
we're talking yes. about sex not being that important. Now, I'm, I'm, if I'm in my 40s and I'm established and I got all kinds of money <clears throat> and I got shit going on and I meet a woman that's not on financially on my level, the answer is not going to be pussy. Because guess what? After I fuck, I'm going to be good and be back to like, so where you at with this money, though? What are, what are we going, what's your job going to be in building this empire we building? Oh, I got the pussy. No, 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 ma'am. No. I don't <laughs> as much as I used to. I'm good. Like, you know, we do it a couple times a week. That's cool. Like, what you going to be doing after the pussy? Yeah. Are you cooking? No, you know what? Stop. Let me not even do that. Are you cooking? What are you, what are you, what, what, what are you doing to help us build? Because yeah. I'm not going to say, what do you bring to the table? I know y'all love getting offended by that. What mm -hmm. special qualities do you have as a human? What kind of characteristics do you have that will help improve not only your life, but mine? Yeah. And you could ask me the same thing, vice versa, because that needs to be there with me too. But now, because I'm already handling the burdens financially, mm -hmm. you kind of need to know what is it that you're going to do besides fucking. Yeah. That nut come out, I'm going to be like, well, <laughs> what do we do now? Is it like, come on now. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of women don't understand it. They're like, I look good. I got my body done. And the next dude to take me going to have to be worth, you know, 3.5 million. And I'm like, yo, y'all really don't understand. First of all, most of them dudes are not checking for you. Um, Two, the women that look at the wives of the richest athletes. And look at what they do. Yeah, they have all kinds of obligations. They mostly have their own careers as well, because yeah. their husband is like, you're not just gonna live off of this money I got that I'm out right. here my ass to get. You have you have the world is your oyster because all the connections I got. I expect you to come on to me and be like, hey babe, I know you're home for a day or two off the game because you put me on the phone with um with Oprah. I got this new venture I wanted to go in on with her and you know make us some 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 money. Sure, I got. That's what they look. They looking for that woman, right? And on top of that, she does look good. But guess what? He comes on. Oh, been nobody to fuck you right now. Game over. He's tired from playing. He's thirty nine. Been in the NBA twenty years. Fuck it, man. I'd be the first thing on his mind. But I tell you what, will turn him the fuck on and get you some dick. Hey, man, while you was gone, somehow I, my business made a quarter million dollars. Turn the fuck over and prepare for me to give you the ultimate experience. Yeah. Because that's what some men want to hear. This is like my woman out here doing shit. Mm -hmm. And you still look good. But like the whole thing is like, it's not just about that pussy. We expect you to be able to hold your own while if we got kids holding that down in the house. Because if we're not expecting you to be in the working world and you're expecting me to fully take care of you, what do you think you're going to do besides fucking and sucking me all day? Especially if I'm not there to be fucking sucked. Right. Y'all better come up that, with better game plans. That part is what I was thinking about while you were talking is most men who, um, I'm putting these messages after this, I have to say this. Most men who live a lifestyle where they've always been taking care of themselves and their, their planners and uh -huh. their retirement is good already. They're prepared if y'all need to have a child or more children already. Um, they are not beg they're not lounging around the house begging you to give them sex yeah. you know and a lot of men a lot of um 
people who are financially set like even um what's his face from facebook you see his wife she's very very much you wouldn't think if she wasn't standing next to him that that's who she's married to she looks like a mom she's Uh dressed down she's not wearing a lot of loud jewelry or head-to-toe design she's very much realistic and she's she probably has a history of working in the tech industry where she had an understanding of what he does and what his demand is because men like that know that in order for me to have a marriage of longevity and a mother for my children who respect what i do even if we decide that she stays home with the kids at least she's knowledgeable about what's on my plate and she can respect me and appreciate me in a level where i don't have to worry about who's home with my kids or who did i marry because i spent the time to vet this woman a lot of women are ditzy enough to think men don't vet women they vet women all day men look at the habits of women on an everyday basis does she go to work does she wake up around this time if i call her is she doing something or is she late is she in bed is she is she calling out is she setting aside time to work out is she setting aside time to help the kids with homework is she is she cooking for the kids are she is she preparing appointments or do i have to tell her to prepare appointments is she preparing for what bills are coming up or do i have to ask her if she paid the bill a lot of a lot of men leave it up to the women to take care of the bills they just make sure the money is there a lot of women don't even know how to budget bills in the household so if you don't have know how to budget bills in the household when it was just you and now you're with a man who has a bigger house Oh. How are you an asset to what he has on his plate? You're because not. those are big. Those, those are bigger numbers, yep. bigger bills, more importance, bigger priorities. Yeah. But yeah, I'm gonna start playing these messages. What up? She gets it. Uh, Dungeon. Shalom. Shabbat shalom. Hope you guys are doing well. Man, it's kind of beautiful today. Um. <laughs> I don't like to consider myself a no. I like to consider myself a good man. Uh, it, it actually helps me um, keep working on it as well. I know that there's can be some arrogance and, and lack of humility humility when it comes to deciding if you're a good man or not. Uh, but I am a a father. Uh, I am also a religious man. I don't expect other people to follow my religion. And also, I, I was a a husband more or less so separated with and I'm dating somebody else now and uh I I'll be I'll be completely frank and honest all I wanted was sex and food and once those were like off the table it was hard for me to function for a stay-at-home mom and so it makes sense like I, I was exhausted and I needed a so I needed something wait wait hold on what the fuck hold on hold on, hold on. <laughs> the stay-at-home mom and didn't provide two of the natural resources <laughs> that a stay-at-home mom should be able to provide. You couldn't get sex or food. So what was she doing? I need we needed more of this shit. Okay, I'm gonna play the next one. I know it's like uncomfortable sometimes to talk about sex, uh, especially when it comes to women and their obligations to sex. But like, 
if I, if I, as a man, in my mind, I'm like, I provide everything. I provide you a house uh, to stay, food to to eat, uh, to cook, and all that. The the least the least that could be done for me is to make sure that uh, when I'm anxious or stressed from making sure that you can relax, well, I need something in return. And I hate to use this as like a transaction type of thing, but it's just like, like, do I got to put more work in to get your affection, really? <laughs> After I've done all of this? <laughs> That's how it is for me. Damn, bro. Damn. And that's the thing too. Women understand um very much if I'm your lady, I need to feel like your lady by how you treat me, by what you do. If you break it down, it's very much transactional. How do you show me that I'm your lady? You call me. You check on me. You might bring me flowers without me telling you, bring me flowers. You might um, show up at my job to pick me up instead of me taking the two trains. I didn't ask you to do that, but you did that, right? Very transactional. I'm showing you through action that you're important and I know what you need in the day without you asking. Same thing on the other side. A man doesn't want to have to tell a woman, hey, right now is a great time for you to give me some head. Yeah. Hey, right now is a great time since the kids aren't here. Um, your mom's not going to be back until next week. Um, can we have sex? Can we do that thing that uh, people do that are married, that are together, that are partners, that are showing up for each other? Men don't want to have to say that, but I tell men and women all the time, when it, when your relationship gets to a point where you have to say things that you shouldn't have to say, there are bigger issues that are not being said that makes a person purposely ignore those human needs from a romantic partner. It's like if I kept going to work, and my job is supposed to direct deposit my check every two weeks, and Friday comes and there's no check there. Yeah. My job is very transactional. The, my relationship with the company is very transactional. I'm, I have an expectation of something from the work I've been doing for the last two weeks. Uh-huh. Exactly. You know? But, yeah, I'm going to put in another message. I'm sorry, one more, one more, since I'm, I'm ranting here. I'm coming from a, a, the side of a, of a man who um, is asking for something from a woman. Mm-hmm. After giving you uh, 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 the ability to be a stay-at-home mom and not have to work and not have to do anything, actually. You don't have to really clean the house, really. I ended up doing that myself. Good uh, yeah. The... the there's no way for you to alleviate some of my burden. Do you even care about me? Like, I have an emotional state as well. I have emotional health that needs to be taken care of. I'm taking care of your emotional health. I'm thinking about you being empathetic and all that. Is there a lack of understanding that you have about how men work and what men should do? Are we just props? 
are we props for you? Like, do you even care about men? Um, are you doing what men do, which is just, like, have a person? That way you can show it off to your peers? Like, uh, what's what's going on here? Now, I'm, t- I'm going to have to ask to our dad some questions. Because these sound like some things you might have missed out on in the dating phase, my man. Because ain't no way in hell I would have married a woman that was giving off these type of red flags. Because I can't imagine. Oh, she could have been. She could have been fucking and sucking the life out of you when y'all was dating. And then mm-hmm. when you like, here's the world. And sit your ass down and just take care of the house and kids. I'm going to go mm-hmm. to work. And then she's like, nah, I ain't fucking and sucking doing nothing. Nah, that yeah. could be a possibility. And you got, yeah. got tricked, hoodwinked, bamboozled, let mm. us stray. Run amok. And if you know mm. History Month, that is very valuable statements at this moment. Uh, <laughs> like, so, um, it's just crazy to me that it, it seemed very arrogant on the other end of the way you're making a scene that you're p- putting her in a lifestyle where she can be comfortable and and she's not giving you any kind of transaction in return. Now, yes, transaction is a crazy word, but the whole thing is did you say to her what you're saying to us right now and how soon into this lack of her giving what you needed did you say these things because I, me personally we wouldn't even been married if i had to say some shit like this to her because i'd have been like oh so you don't give a fuck about how i feel at all and then after okay. that i go on and move forward but i'm gonna let shan give the female perspective I, um that, those are my thoughts too uh at what point of the relationship did she completely turn off her her duties as a partner, as a wife to you? I, I think you guys are married. Hope. And um, did you say these things to her? Has it been a conversation? How many times has it been a conversation? And I will say as a woman, I know women purposely manipulate men to get to a point where she's comfortable you're anxious and pressured and basically being the oil to the engine and she took the car key she took the keys out of the car a long time ago yeah so imagine you have like a a a very much a working vehicle that can take you places and do a lot of great things and and give you a lot of opportunities. You filled it up with gas, you tune it up, and someone is just refusing to use that vehicle, refusing to use that car, refusing to do their part in order to get to the destination of peace and balance. She's purposely ignoring your needs. She's purposely not showing up for you emotionally, mentally, or acknowledging the fact that you should be treated like a human being and given some type of intimacy for some reason. Something has changed, something has shifted, or she got to a point where she's getting what she needs out of the relationship, so she feels like there's nothing she has to do for you. Uh Uh-huh. Because women are very aware of what do I have to do for the day? Who am I going to show up for? How much effort am I going to put into it? And 
I know this person texted me yesterday or I know this person called me yesterday or I know this person told me that I need to do this by this date, but I'm just not going to do it. Women do that on purpose because I've seen them do it on purpose. I've been in group chats where women are just like, he think I'm about to do X, Y, and Z. I'm not doing nothing. We just going to have to see what he does when I don't do it. Women also like some men manipulate. There are some men that will wow a woman for years. Eventually they get engaged, they get married. The wedding was amazing. The families are so happy. And then six months in, this man turns the real lights on to the who the fuck he is. And it's just like, girl, did you not see the red flags before? No, because the persona that they were putting on was on. Now they flipped into some other shit. Uh huh. I'm gonna play the next message. Shout out to the panel. What's up, Coast? What's up, More What's Juice? Up? What's up, Triple J? Hope you're having a good show. Yes, we are. Thank you for checking in. Now, with all that ranting said, I will say uh, this is from a personal, coming from a place of personal experience, and I do understand postpartum depression. I do understand also that sometimes women don't feel like they're in their femininity. I understand that in this modern day and age, femininity and masculinity are defined in some weird ways. And um, I understand people just, you know, vibe differently. Um, But I don't know what I'm trying to say. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Do people even want a good man at this point or uh, do they just want to feel good? I don't fully understand. I don't fully get Okay, it. okay. I think this is what needs to happen. Your question of do people or do women even want, that should not be the question. The question for you should be, I don't know if this woman even wants a good man. I don't know what this woman wants because this, everything that you're saying is based upon this woman in particular. Yeah. All women, all women may say they want a good man but that's why we're having this episode do women really know what that man looks like like i can sit here and i'll I'll say uh a great father would be amazing a man who's you know working and active and uh loving and empathetic would be amazing but with everything that's amazing comes with a con And I would have to be willing to take on whatever that con is with those great things with a man. Am I prepared for that? Am I prepared for a man who's going to show up in all the ways I want to and also take care of all the ways that he's struggling to show up? And that's the part that a lot of women do not address. They want to act like, oh, no, he needs to take care of that. He needs to fix that. I'm, I'm talking about this stuff right here. You can't have good stuff without other things that need improvement. You know what I'm saying? I'm not always in the best mood every day, but the days that I am in the best mood, are those the only days that I need to be around you? That's not real life. So your questions are fine. Also, if if she is going through postpartum, because I've had that with one child, it can last for a few months or a year. 
but you in postpartum you still acknowledge the fact that i haven't hugged this man i haven't talked to this man i don't feel loving i don't talk to this person in a tone of being loving i what i said to this man today was mean um I know this person is stressed. I know this person is tired, but I'm not even going to ask them how their day is. It's still an effort not to. You know what I'm saying? The whole year I knew I wasn't being the nicest person with my child's father because he was going through his own postpartum also. But because I felt shitty, in my mind, it was just like... I feel shitty, so I don't, I shouldn't have to worry about somebody else feeling shitty. And you can't do that when both of y'all share priorities and obligations. It's selfish. It's pointless. Yeah. So that she has to make a decision. You have to have a conversation with her about where do you want this to go because where it's headed is not going to be the best for neither one of us. But I also, I'm going to throw this in there. The sad answer to your question initially is do women want a good man? The answer is they say they do. Yeah. Dot, dot. dot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but pay attention to what 80% of them date. What was it? Was it 80% or 85%? It was like 85%. 85%, yeah. Pay attention very closely to what 85% of women are actually going after. You'll continuously see women. Oh, a lot of them dating these really broke dudes mm-hmm. that that they think that they think are full of potential because it's almost like we need to do an episode defining what potential is and just let women talk and let me come in and, and stop them when they're totally off base because the potential y'all looking for is just red flags that you try to turn green and when you mix red and green what you get mm. does anybody know Red and green, yeah. doodle. You get a doodle color. You get a doodle brown because you ain't dating. <laughs> That's right. You get a doodle brown. Back in uh-huh. Um, I will say this too. Uh, whether you're a man or a woman, there are people that purposely go towards people who are fucked up, knowing that they are also fucked up, so nobody can call each other out on their shit. And I'm going to continue to play these messages. <laughs> I swear, I swear, stereo is on like the edge of my mind, as in everybody is talking about what it feels like and some of the issues that I've gone through just recently. So thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Um, shalom. See, we are on target. We are on target. You know, one way that a man knows whether a woman loves him or not is if she's willing to dance for him. Mm. Think about it. Throughout the Bible, throughout history, women that respected men, they didn't mind dancing for them. And like the brother said, you know, sometimes you don't, you come home, you don't want sex. I know in my line of work, you know, I come home beat up. I work in all types of weather. I'm tired. My knees hurt. My arms hurt. My shoulders hurt. Uh, one way that a woman knows that a man loves him is that he's able to take her clothes off and massage her down. Mineral oil, 
and then just walk off and let her sleep go to the next room but you have to reach that level first and how mm. you do that is that you have to first chase power and when you chase power your mate will chase you oh. Ooh. that was heavy but i dig like straight up straight up guys <laughs> Like I take care of the finances. I do the budgeting. I'm no person that is in front of the, the, the budget all the time. I take care of tasks as well. At this point, I was expecting uh, my partner to be able to take care of the tasks, especially for the kids, or like setting up doctor's appointment and whatnot, making sure that they get to where they need to go, etc. cetera, uh, at least driving them to school in the morning. Uh, the, at this point, it's relegated to like making food for them and then going on their phone. I don't fully get it. I don't fully get it. And again, no shade to my child's mom because to me, there is an epidemic that's occurring nowadays and I'm not necessarily sure what it is. Maybe it's like not having, you know, traditional values in place or understanding the role in the household or being cooperative and all that. But um, what's going on? Are we, are we all suffering a bit of mishaps like this? Listen, listen, uh, uh, Tori, Dad, you starting to make me mad. First, I now nah, need to. <laughs> what, what, what age is your your uh at this point ex-wife, and what nationality is he she? Because I, the stuff you saying, it seems like she's a little out of touch, or either you older and she younger. Because I don't. Why is this like? It's almost like she don't know what to do. At, what what y'all got going? She, I gave you kids. What do you want me to do at this point? No. What are you fucking, this is instinctual, like animals. Yeah. Y'all both got to figure it out, both of y'all. But you at, you're making it seem like, she's like, man, these kids here, fuck you, nigga. I don't, what, what we got going on here? I need some answers uh, to her dad. You give me high blood pressure. Um, My question is, is she in therapy? Is she taking meds? Because at this point, well, let me say this. Every time I've done a show, and you come in to listen, support, leave a message. I notice personally that you're always driving. So you're either going to work, going to somewhere you need to be, or coming from somewhere. So even I know that you're actively doing something. The way that you're explaining what you do and what you handle and how you work and you have to handle the budgeting, the bills, and work and and tasks. It's it sounds like it's as if she's not there. Somebody yeah. can somebody can be physically in a space, but physically not doing anything. Mentally not there. Emotionally not there. Like checked out. And if she's done. If she's checked out to this point where you feel like you're by yourself, you're single, and you're doing it all, and and is overwhelming because it sounds overwhelming, then it's a different level of help that you need at this point, and um, and a break that is much needed, and she she has to go seek help or do something different because you can't keep being all of these things to everybody and depleting yourself.
I believe, if correct me if I'm wrong, I thought he said he was newly separated when he kind of came on talking about this. So I think now maybe there's a situation going on where they're not together. But Okay, so she's purposely not doing nothing. <clears throat> well, it seemed like this was going on before this the separation happened. Yeah. You know? So like, But I could definitely understand why there would have been a separation because there sure as hell would have been a separation for me if my woman was acting like that and just ignoring everything else, you know, after we didn't have these kids and not giving a damn about how anybody else feels in the relationship besides herself. Yeah. I, I, postpartum or not, you know, yeah, y'all got to work through that together, but you still have to be human. We're all humans. They can't all be one-sided. At some point, you kind of got to open eyes and be like, hey, you just make me feel like a piece of shit at this point. Like, you really, if you don't care about me no more, say so, so we go on about our business. But don't sit in and just make me feel like a piece of worthless shit in my house and act like you don't need to cater to me or care about me or anything. That's not going to yeah. work. You know, like, that that has to be spoken up about in the moment. It can't be something you want to hold on to or resent or be not be emotionally honest about. When I went through my sitting therapy in a relationship, that was the first thing I learned was about being emotionally honest. Do not hold on to those feelings uh, about your partner because all you do is resent them and then start doing a bunch of, of bullshit that you think they deserve because you ain't told them nothing. And they don't even know why you act like this. And whose fault is that? Yours. Because you haven't told them straight up, hey, this is how I'm feeling right now. You know, yeah. and I know women are very good at that. They love telling you how they feel. Now, the accountability part, yeah, that's the work that we got to do. You know what I mean? But they love, a lot of women love telling you how they feel and how you're not validating their feelings. I can tell you that. Yeah. Um. Okay, so this, if, if they're separated, then this makes sense. She's, she's not aloof to what she's not doing and how she's not showing up. She's purposely not showing up. And I talked about this last week where um, when it comes to parenting um, outside of partnership, some people lean more on the parent that they know is going to do it regardless of me not showing up, regardless of me not helping, regardless of me not not being able and i feel like i have i have uh kids with men who know that i'm not i'm not a, a eight shit mom and i sometimes i feel like they lean on the fact that i'll figure it out too much for my liking um and i feel like with this separation with her i don't know her i don't know y'all situation personally but I don't know what it's like to not show up as a mom with with them. I don't know what it's like to not um, be aware of how their dad is working and what's on his plate and, and act like it doesn't affect the the girls. I have to be aware of what's going on in, on his plate. He has to be aware of what's going on on my plate in order for them to function in a way and so yeah this is a lot and when it comes to women it's not something going on with women uh overall 
the same thing that's going on with women now has been going on with women since the beginning of time. Women know who to use. Women know who to manipulate. Women know who they can get over on and they'll do it as long as they're allowed to do it. Women know what relationship to get in with who and do nothing. Women know what relationship they may think they want to get in, but they're still going to have to go to work. They're still going to have to help in the house. They're still going to have to pay some bills. It's not going to be some chill life where I do it all. And they pick who they pick for how they think their lifestyle is going to be. So it's not all women are just choosing not to do anything or they just want to be taken care of by every man. Women know who is going to allow that to happen in a certain space. And before I click on more messages, I will say that um, most women will avoid men who set the bar high of value and standards for themselves because they don't want to show up on that level of standard. Some people enjoy the benefits of those who don't know their value. And I feel like she's leaning hard on you because she feels like she's in a space where she can. And this happens to men and women. This doesn't just happen with men. But when a man is able to take care of himself and doing it all, that's fine. But most men don't want to work how they work and, 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 and stress how they stress until the end of time. They want to share the days with someone who is understanding of how I work, what my day consists of. When I come to you, can I find peace? When I come to you, is there some type of solitude? When I come to you, is there some type of understanding? When I come home, is my children well taken care of? Are they peaceful? Can we sit down and eat? Can we sit down and talk? Um, Can I be intimate with you verbally? and you not throw it in my face later. And a lot of men sometimes look for that type of compassion and empathy and women that they haven't vetted well enough yet. And then when they do open up, that woman does throw it back in their face and then they shut down forever. It's not that you can't open up to women is you opened up to the wrong woman. You have to keep it singular when it's singular facts that's that's just how it is a man who has his own might be happy might be comfortable and he's going to have a faith relationship um and he needs someone with a reflection of the same thing and that's hard to know for sure that a woman is a reflection of the same thing after three months It's hard to know if that woman is a reflection of the same thing after six months because people put up a front and they put up a front hard. Uh, Yeah. And I want, I want, I want you just to repeat what you said (laughs) for the people in the back where you said a woman will take advantage of a man who doesn't know his self-worth as well. Yeah. We all talk about how some women don't know their self-worth, but there's some women out there preying on you dudes. 
Yeah. Don't know and I'm not saying the Torah dad doesn't because I guess they hear more of the story, you know, hear this out. But I definitely know that there are women out there who do, and they go both ways. If they, if you know your self-worth, they run away. If you don't know your self-worth, they sit there and abuse it. They be like, oh, let me get cozy. I ain't going to do shit here. But if yeah. you are a bum that ain't got shit going for yourself, but possibly talking crazy and acting crazy and slaying dick, oh, she'll take real good care of you. Mm-mm. Or if you're currently in prison, I'm starting to learn. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, but like, it's just like, okay, let's say I'm a single man walks into a bar or he could be married because sometimes they act the same way. And he sees a woman sitting at the bar who clearly is, looks like she takes care of herself. She, lo- she looks very ladylike. Um, I can't see uh, her vagina from across the room and I can't see her nipple about to fall out her dress, right? And she's there and she has her own tab open and she has a drink already. And then he sees... Thank you for checking out this podcast. If you're looking for a great way to support this podcast, please check out this podcast on your favorite podcast app and leave a review and let us know what you think. Appreciate it. He's a woman at the other end of the bar who's very loud. If she sneezes, he probably going to see her, her areola and her uh, labia. You know what I'm saying? If his goal is to just fuck on something, do you think he's going to go for the woman that he has to have a a, a a great greeting with and develop a rapport? Or do you think he's going to go for the one that looks like she's ready for a room already? Uh. And that's kind of what it is for a lot of people. People go for what's easy, not because it's better. And so when you have a, a, a certain standard and a value, it seems like nobody wants you. It seems like you're not good enough, but it's not that you're not good enough. It's that most people, when they have a quick want or they want to get a quick fix, they're going for what's quicker, what's faster, and what's able to be disposed the fastest. Max. Most people don't want to go with a person they have to really do work with. And yeah, when I say work, I'm not talking about the bad good work. work. I'm talking about good work. I'm talking about shit that's going to make you a better person because you're dealing with someone who's always challenged you to be better. A lot of people, a lot of people don't want to be challenged to be better, and so they go they go for that low hanging fruit. And so it seems like the girl. Girl that the girl that goes out all the time doesn't pay her bills on time is always living with somebody and she buys clothes with all of her paychecks she has all the fun in the world with different guys they take her different places but the one that's working the one that has her own place she's going on her fifth year of not being in a relationship because most people want to bullshit. And when most men are done with bullshitting, they're looking for the wife. And the wife is the one that has been single for five years on her shit. Yeah. That's the one that they want to marry after they're done playing. Uh-huh. Please believe it. Like right now, 
yes, I'm a mom. I have two kids, but I have um, a father of one of my daughters that doesn't want to adult and he does nothing. It's kind of like he's not even living, but he's here on earth comfortable with doing nothing, right? And I'm the one that's doing it all and I have to show up and I do show up. And then I have another father of my children who does his best to show up. Sometimes not even just for one, but for both, even though one of them is not his. And I appreciate him for it, but I don't lean on them. I don't make them feel bad either way because what's the point of that energy being on that side? Yeah. And I'm not going to sit here and be like, all dads are shit. They're not good enough. No, the fathers of my children, this is this, this is this situation. And sometimes as men, even as great as you guys may be, y'all going to deal with or choose not to deal with women for a long period because you have a level of standard. You have a level of value that you should have. It's like most of this generation now, they're trying to say men are sassy if they know how to cook. Men yeah. are sassy if they know how to do their laundry. Or if a man not, doesn't have a baby not, by 30, something's wrong with him. No, so maybe he has a fucking plan. Here's, what, here's what's going on with that. It's the same type of women we talk about who say all niggas ain't shit. Trying to find a way to make all men look like they ain't shit. Because they know the men that know how to cook and clean and take care of themselves ain't interested in them. Because all they offering is some pussy and some dusty pussy at that. You can't you can't fucking impress a man who's got his shit together with no dusty ass pussy. So what do you do? Try to belittle. Oh, you men who know how to drive a car, you men who know how to read, you men who know how to who went to college. You men who got jobs and make money. You men who do more than play PlayStation 5 and NBA 2K every weekend. You niggas is gay. Yeah. It's just like, what, where the fuck did that come from? Oh, yeah, well, we just, we try to find a way to get you to humble yourselves. Why do I need to humble myself? Because I was raised right and I know how to do shit. And don't try to sit here and deflect on me and make me feel like I'm a homosexual. Because your dusty ass can't handle dealing with somebody like me because I'm doing all the shit that you thought you would bring to my life, but you can't because you can't afford none of that. You can't do the like, you probably can't even cook or clean yourself. And yeah. you're used to taking care of a prisoner ass nigga. It's very annoying. And that's all that's what's going on now is they're trying to bring what we're talking about down to the level of the guys they want to hook up with because the guys they want to hook up with don't do none of this stuff. The guys they're hooking up with are homeless. They don't have plans. They don't have jobs. They don't have education. They, they have one thing, dick. Somebody throwing hearts up here because the truth is being told. Mm. The truth is I'm up here looking like T.D. Jakes without the Diddy parties. You understand? <laughs> <laughs> you will not be swallowed on the <laughs> You will not be swallowed, you nice people. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm tired of people trying to take the the quality man down. Maybe if we 
take it from good to quality. You think that would that would work? Nah, because it wasn't that what um uh wasn't it Kevin Samuels? Was that what he no, he said the high, high uh, value man. I, what, I don't think ladies, what work can we use think... what work can we use to make niggas who have their shit together to all women seem cool? Like I know big dick energy was a, a one at one point, but like that don't mean you got your shit together. It just means you could be extra confident. You know what I mean? You could be extra confident, bum ass nigga, which a lot of you motherfuckers are. Woo! I ain't never seen so many confident bum ass niggas in my life out right now. You see, you didn't confident. I don't know why. I don't know why you think not being able to survive on your own and complaining to women about who paying for the date at the age of mid thirties and forties is fucking cool. That shit corny in the motherfucker. And I live in the Tri-State area, so I'm in one of the areas where you pay the highest for everything. You know what I mean? Like, I can't respect you niggas out here talking about, oh, you know, I, I, there's two niggas I can't respect. Niggas that, mm. that want to talk to me about should a woman pay for the date and niggas that don't eat pussy. They're both the same type of nigga. Mm. I'm going to do that right there. If you don't eat pussy, I don't, don't talk to me about you ain't eating pussy in 2024. I don't respect <laughs> you. I don't trust you as a human. I don't eat pussy. Then what do you, you eat? What do you eat? <laughs> I'm off my soapbox. <laughs> I'm going to run through these messages. Hey, salutations to uh, Dungeon. She get it. What's going on with y'all? This to rock. Salutations to Menaissance, Dad of the Torah, Honeybee. Amarilia Marie. What's going on with y'all, man? Y'all have a great day to... May y'all have a great night tonight, for sure. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Appreciate right. it. I'm going to rant a little bit, little bit more, a little bit more. Uh, in this irrational way, I find that maybe, you know, folks can, like, correct my brain. But this is where my brain is at right now. There is something off with women thinking that they are masculine nowadays. I get I get that we want to say we all have masculine and feminine energy, but eventually when you're with a partner, you got to let some of that go. You got to let some of that energy go into the man. And and so be it, let some of that feminine energy from the man come into you. Like, can you swap and exchange spirit a little bit? I mean, you always got to be in control over everything. Like, can you chill when you're provided a whole situation to chill what is going on nowadays? I don't fully get it. I'm still uncovering it, but I'm glad that at least the person I'm with now <laughs> understands it. <laughs> um. Wait, 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 wait. Let me handle this. One. <laughs> I gotta handle it. I totally underdig what you're talking about, um, Tora Dad. There are females out here that are presenting way too much masculine energy. Uh, one, I think it kind of goes back to what Sharon was talking about, where, you know, it, the, the the value, if a person values themselves, they may or may not try that because I had a woman try that with me. And I'm the total opposite of a man not valuing himself. Like, I, I know, I feel myself a whole, like, 100%. Like, I know who I am. I'm emotionally aware. Uh, I am the man we're talking about and all of that. So... And I had a woman in my life at one point that was had way too much masculine energy. And you know what? You have to disassociate yourself. It's time in that relationship. 
if a woman can't respect you enough to stop acting like a whole full-fledged nigga just because she's mad or a certain situation arises, the only time I approve my woman acting like a full-fledged nigga around me is if we about to fight somebody. And I mean we, me and her. Or she by herself and she about to get in an altercation. And then that's when the time you tell the altered beast, Hulk, full-fledged nigga. I'm cool with that. But if we around friends and family or me and you were just having a disagreement and you turn into the nigga on the block, I can't be with a woman that act like that. And like there's a, there's there actually no excuse for it because for me, the woman that acts with too much masculine energy is like the nigga that slaps a woman in the face whenever they get into a disagreement. It's not necessary. Why are you putting hands on me? Why are you being overly masculine because we disagreeing? You know, and I get it where it's like, I'm not touching you though, but why are you doing this? What, why do you have to come out of your femininity just to have a disagreement with me? You know what I mean? A man should never be putting his hands on a woman and no, no matter what the situation, I don't care what you say, you dick little, you ain't make no money, blah, blah, blah. Like stop letting all that immature shit. Fuck with your ego, my nigga. She gonna say that because she's insecure as well, but stop letting that make you put your hands on that woman. You know, a bunch of you dudes doing this, this weak nigga bullshit because y'all don't know how to handle yourselves and you're not you're not in tune with who you are as a man. When you know who you are emotionally and spiritually as a man, nothing a woman says to you can fuck with you. Because one, you know she's going to say she's trying to try and hurt your pride when she's mad at you. And if it ain't the truth, then why are you worried about it? You can't call me a little dick nigga after I had you squirting on my covers the last fucking three, four years. At all. I'm a little dick nigga doing that. <laughs> and why would you get mad at that? You can't call me a little dick nigga when I'm out here helping you get your credit right and buying you cars and about to put you in a house. Right. How is it, how's my dick little when I'm doing things like that? Like, why would you worry about it? She's She just don't know the way to express herself, which means you dodged the bullet. She's a short right. bus nigga. And you probably shouldn't be with somebody like that anyway. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not, listen, Chan, we mark this on the calendar. We're going to do a show doing this for the women to the men. I mean, men to the women. Because I do not want to sound like one of these niggas up here that's just bashing females. I'm going to bash you niggas too. Pause. <laughs> um, one thing that he did say in that message, I'm glad he said the woman that he's with now appreciates him. So good. So this is past tense. Um, Can, wait, real quick. I don't want to interrupt. Can we just bring him up here real quick to explain this so we don't have to listen to all these messages? He left a lot of messages, and I'd rather us just, like bring him up real quick just to explain the situation. We can talk about it and then, and then move forward. Because I, I feel like if we play his message, it's going to take a lot longer. Okay. I asked him to come up. Jordan, go on and accept, man, so we can get you up here and explain your story. <laughs> Did it disappear? I don't think. I, I think he's with his kids, so he can't come up. Let me play these messages. Oh, uh, okay. my brother, say it again. Like, put limitations on. Say it again. If you don't eat, what? You <laughs> Come on. Someone appreciates the message. Hello, hello. This is Technical Tia. That's me. I'm listening in. I. I am with all the stuff. Um, <laughs> you know, I have a husband, so mm, 
And not only that, my husband is four years younger than I am, and I am 40. So, <laughs> ooh, hmm. Oh, boy. I think I think uh, some people want to be partners in a partnership, and some people want to lean on someone that in something that looks like a partnership. And sometimes people dodge the bullet before it becomes something more serious. And sometimes people find out that they have a person that wants to lean on them after a union. And it's unfortunate, but that's what happens most times. And hear me and hear me good. There are men who know the women that they are actively dating and the woman that they are about to marry who did does not do not like them for real but they like what they can do for them and they find solitude in being that man to do it but they will never go through her phone they would never double question they would never ask if he didn't have these things would she be around because they know the answer and there are women who know that they're going for a man that doesn't want to be monogamous in a relationship and they keep going for him because I've gone for this person for four years now. I can't break up because I don't want people to look at me like I'm dumb, like I wasted my time, so I'm going to keep going. Both sides are dumb and stupid in the end, but people still make an active... um, an active duty to pursue and that's on them it's on facts. them every time facts i'm gonna uh play the rest of these listen the world got everybody's mind mixed up messed up crisscrossed and thinking they boss and that ain't it and that's why they taking these loss okay did she just drop bars with chips? <laughs> and these days, being in the spiritual seems so wrong to a lot of people. So where they ain't gonna get it, you get it, she gets it. Ha, they just technical tea. That's me. It's up to the panel. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Some people want mamas, okay? <laughs> Just like I love my daddy. Hey, this is good to you. That's me. That's true. Like, um, some people meet a person and just like, okay, how can I make this person like my? How can I make this person like my parent? How can I make this person do for me like my parent did for me? How can I make this person show up in my life like my dad was supposed to show up in my life? The thing is, that was never your companion's position in the first place. No one will ever love you like your mother is supposed to because you came out of her vagina. No one will ever care for you like your dad was supposed to because his genetics are already within you. So you can't look for that in an equal. You can't look for that in a companion because that's a different kind of weight that they could never carry. But some people don't understand that. And having a man who is accountable 
will require you to be accountable. And that's why most women avoid these men. So when I say, how can women support a good man? I'm saying a few things and I have a list. And Dungeon, please stop me if you need to stop me or if you want to elaborate. I will do that. Okay. So on this list, I had to think through this list. How a woman can support a good man, I would say by actively listening to him. Okay. And when I, when I say actively listening to a good man, I'm saying listening to him on a level where you don't listen to speak. You, you don't interrupt him while he's explaining. Even though you might have a point that needs to be said that changes what he's thinking, let him have that thought. And sometimes men will talk to women not for them to fix something, but for them to just feel like they got some shit off their chest. Yep. Thanks. Just for them to feel like they could drop something off and not have to worry about it. Another way you can support a good man is learn from him. Men like to see that, oh, that one day that she was doing this incorrectly, I took the time to show her how to do X, Y, and Z. And now this is how she do it. So I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to worry about the way that she pumps gas at the pump in my absence. She knows how to be aware of her surroundings, how to have her keys in her hand, how to not leave her purse on the seat, how to make sure the vehicle is all the way off, how to check before she swipes her card at the pump and make sure is there's not a reader there because I taught her these things. Uh-huh. It, it, it reassures men that they don't have to go behind you after they ask you to do something in adulting. And that, that is a big thing because if they feel like they have to go behind you on the little things and make sure that you did it right, they're not going to trust you with the big things. And then in discussions and situations, you're going to be annoyed by the fact that this man treats you like a little girl and not an equal. And it's not because he sees you as a little girl. He doesn't see enough examples to trust you with major shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like if, if, if I have a child with someone and I, and I keep asking them, hey, can you put the baby's car seat in the car? And I showed them how to properly put it in the car seat. And, and the fifth time that I've checked, when they keep putting the baby's car seat in the car, they just put it in there and not locked in. I'm not going to ever trust you to put the baby car seat in the car. And it's not because I think you're incapable of doing it. It's because you haven't done it right ever. So I don't have the space to build that trust. Um, next thing is you understand his values and his needs. So everybody comes with a different sets of, set of values. I do. Dungeon does. Everybody in this audience comes with a different set of values. But as long as you understand that they have a certain value system that I have to work with when I'm dealing with them that I don't have to do when I'm dealing with somebody else. And out of courtesy, I'm going to acknowledge it when I'm dealing with them or when I'm doing something for them. Then you do it. But if a man can't see that, that you care that they need things done a certain way for their comfort and consideration, 
then that's going to be a problem. When you respect yourself as a woman, a good man is going to receive that as he doesn't have to worry about you disrespecting him in his absence. There's certain things that my lady is not going to do. I don't have to worry about her. He's spitting that truth. Let's go. All right. The next thing in the list is you clear his mind and you uplift his spirit. Mm. Mm. Say it again. Say it. What, what, say it again. Some some men, some good men go to their grandmother's house for her to clear his mind and uplift his spirit. Some men go to their mother's house often or they call their mother every day for her to clear his mind and uplift his spirit. But if a man finds a woman that can clear his mind and uplift his spirit on top of what his mom already does. Facts. He's going to take care of you. He's going to make sure you want for nothing. For nothing. Because, because he has to ensure that he has someone who values him enough to keep uplifting him and lifting his spirits. Okay, that's like an oil change in a vehicle that you say you care about. Um, a woman that will remind him that he is also amazing. A woman that will remind him that he's amazing on his shitty days. A woman that will remind him that he's amazing when things are not looking its best this week. A woman that will remind him that he's amazing even though he missed out on something that was pivotal in his child's school. You know, sometimes a dad that is a great man is a hardworking man and he can't show up for every event. But even though he didn't show up for every event, you can still send him a video. You can still send him a picture. You can still send him a picture of the award thing or frame it or put it in his office so he feels like she included me in that. Today, I'm I'm not in a relationship with Ari's dad. Um, the only relationship we, we have is be co-parent. He doesn't live with me. And I'm the person that drops them off at school because they go to school in my district. She had a project that's due next week, late next week. We finished it early. I took a picture of her with that project. I didn't have to. And when I took the picture, I sent it to him. He didn't have, he wasn't in my house when we were putting that project together. I didn't have to ask him for money to buy the stuff to put the project together. But the way that I help him feel included is I sent him a picture of the project that she's going to talk to him about when she's at his house. And she's at his house this weekend. And she's able to talk to him about something he's knowledgeable about so he doesn't feel left out. Facts. You just include men that are good to you and your family in spaces where they can't always show up. And men do feel shitty not being able to show up in times where the little things happen where they're not included. Men don't always want to be looked at as you pay the bills. You take care of the car. You take care of the house. You make sure I have money in the account to do for the kids. You make sure I could buy the groceries. You're a good man. 
Men also feel shitty when they can't show up to their kids' games, when they can't be at award shows, when they can't sit in the living room and lay on the floor with their kids when they watch cartoons or or watch how they figure out math problems when you help them with homework. Facts. Because they miss, they miss some, some of them miss that in their life too. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, you, you know, I just oh, oh, I just I gotta work get this money. No, some of them didn't have dads growing up yeah. to do that with them, and they're like, yo, I'm very adamant about spending time with my children. Very adamant about having that quality time. Like that's what I want to do. I want to do that as a dad, but sometimes those jobs don't let him because he is supporting the household, and he can't be there. But it doesn't make him less of a man or a terrible father. And we're not talking about baby daddies. We don't discuss baby daddies in this conversation. This 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 <laughs> baby daddies don't, don't mean nothing to us. Yeah, and I will also say this: um, a lot of people don't think about having a child from a man's point of view, but women become mothers once they find out that they are pregnant with kids, and men become fathers once you give birth to that child and they get to hold that child and bond with that child. So women should have grace for men figuring out what that looks like for them, especially if a father wasn't in their life the right way. And especially if this is their first child where they have to figure out what fatherhood looks like while I'm balancing everything outside of my family. You have to give them grace. They probably won't get it in the first year. Some don't get it in the second year, but some get better by the third year. Um, yeah, all of those things too. And there's a, there's a guilt that comes with fathers who may not have money for trips or may not have money for a school dance or, um, what kids are being sold at school and shit. And sometimes, yeah, putting your name and their name on the gift is like an extra acknowledgement of let me include him. So it's not mommy got me this, mommy got me that. And in his mind, he's like, well, the only reason why mommy had it to give it is because I gave it to her, you know? But yeah. it's just like the little things to include him. Um, what else is on my list? Sometimes the uh, appreciation for a good man is you being self-aware enough to know that you could be eating healthier, you could be feeding the kids healthier shit so he don't have to worry about y'all being sick or you not being your best later on. And men too. You know, it's one thing to be a, a man that has the money, has a certain lifestyle and your kids and your wife doesn't want for something. But it's another thing to have all those great things and your health is not in check and you don't go to the doctor and you don't exercise and you like to smoke your cigars and you like to smoke your weed and you like to drink all the time and you like to travel, but your heart is not at its best. Yeah. You know? And my thing is like, what's the point of having all these great things and being this great dad if it's going to be only 10 years of this great dad, or if it's going to be only 15 years of you being around your children and being great because you won't change your diet or you won't right. change your lifestyle 
or you won't lessen your stress. Facts. Um, I'm gonna go through some of these messages before they get bigger. Yeah, let's play these messages. <laughs> some people just think they got that wop. And like he said, they think that's enough to keep a man. And these days, mans are coming to their senses and they're not wanting what they once was into because of what the social medias and televisions put out there to distract a man's mind. So, mm, let me tell you, the awakening. Yeah. That's very true, and it's happening on both sides. And I feel like the people that have the sense are not outside um, in the mix. The people that are aware of what they need at this level of their life, they're not out looking for everybody, talking to everybody. They're very, like, to themselves and they in their routine. And they're basically like, if I meet the person, I meet the person, but I'm not going to search through everybody for the person I need. That's a big thing right there. So I recognize voices. And Dungeon, I recognize your voice. Now it came to me. Um, I jumped on one of your shows almost my first year when I started 22. And it was Interview with a Dirtbag. I think that's you, but I know that voice, but don't remember the name. Nice to hear from you. Oh did shit. You, that, did you that, um I might that minute that was uh probably me doing some shit with my bum ass cousin. <laughs> <laughs> like playing around doing like a little fuck show and then uh 'cause he was uh, he was always the guy we're talking about where it's like homeless and worthless mm-hmm. and you like these type of dudes. So that, that 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 definitely was me, um, but it was probably my cousin that wanted me to do the show with him, and he's uh, still homeless and doing dirtbag shit. So he's not on here, you know, because you have to have a phone with a plan. And he got a phone. So you know, Man. but yeah, I remember that. I we've been on this app. What what is it? Four years now? Yeah, I'm crazy. This should be four years. <laughs> That's crazy. And see, that's why I love, like, when single moms really be on their stuff and they got sons, they teach their sons, you know, from Lady Wisdom, they teach their sons how to be young mans and care for themselves and not depend on a woman, you see? And like Mr. Dungeon was saying, that's something you can never take or give to a man being a woman. You will have to show your intellectual sides what you can bring to him. A woman is supposed to bring that light, you know, out of that man, you know, to be able to see what's in him. To, um, But listen, y'all, I'm trying not to be too deep, but... Mm. <sighs> But these days, people just want them benefits. Hey, this is technical to you. That's- yeah, that's facts. How you want to benefit from something you're not watering? Oh. What kind of fruit is that? We are supposed to be able to see that potential in our man and help Uh-oh. him see the best in himself so he can be the best that he can be 
for that woman, for himself, for his children, his family, or whoever he's going to lead to leave a impression on life. Okay? Um a lot of mans these days think the woman really is supposed to chase them and a lot of women don't understand of waiting because of things that we're going through and been through in life and we didn't see you know before we got to that age but at this point in time listen i'm gonna just be real it's somebody for everybody it just the fact is will they find them you know it's too many distractions in the world she said that p word and i said "Uh oh (laughs) me i always anyway understand trust no man because they're gonna do something that you just ain't gonna like at some point and you might do something that he ain't gonna like but if you love each other unconditionally truly truly love each other you will respect each other still and then it'll help you check behind yourself and make sure things is good you know because of the respect that you have for one another mm-hmm. I don't know but hey this technical to you yeah that's me mm-hmm. he who finds a wife finds a good thing especially if that woman's heart is in the right place and she is very spiritual and mm, i'm gonna just stop right there because like i said mm. okay y'all now whatever you eat hey, that's technical to you that's me <laughs> you eating something good and you you can't get through your sentences you're like mm, oh god <laughs> we are um, it is definitely so much. Oh my goodness, y'all speaking on so much. Uh, I don't even know where to go. I don't even know where to begin. Um, it's definitely not enough seconds. I definitely can understand. I can affiliate with it. Um, it's just something, you know. My parents, they were married when they conceived me, but they wasn't married together when I was being raised. Mm. The only thing I could possibly say that was really good from that was I was not a bastard. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I had uncles that didn't never try to play that father figure, but they was definitely, you know, present. Um, Man. I mean, that helps, too, just so you can see it, how a man is supposed to show up in life in different ways. Um, Back to this list. I'm halfway through. Um, You can support a good man by being a calm, loving, and available woman. Okay? And when I say available, I'm not saying drop everything all the time for this man, no matter what, because sometimes you're not going to be able to, but just be in communication of what you have going on, acknowledge the fact that you did see them come in the house or you do see that they need X, Y, and Z. I will make time to get X, Y, and Z. Are you okay? Um, is there something I need to know? Has something changed? Give them updates on like the girls or 
appointments that are coming up because you never know, maybe they want to move around their schedule to be able to come with you to an appointment. But a lot of women say, uh, they don't say a lot of things that can be said where a man would love to show up, but they assume a man doesn't want to make time to show up. So they don't tell them. And sometimes um, you have to leave that space as an option for them and don't make that decision for them. So if you have an important appointment coming up, maybe for you or the child, tell them three weeks before it comes up. Remind them two weeks before it comes up. Just so they can't say, you never include me or you never told me. Just leave that space. You know what I'm saying? Um, Learning how a man communicates and compromise with if it the communication is different from how you normally communicate you know if a man would rather you call him instead of text him long important details do that if you just comfortable texting somebody or putting shit in a calendar and not saying shit sometimes if it's not verbally said to someone it's not in their conscious of Oh, this is planned. You can't just put shit in a digital calendar and expect somebody to prepare for it. Me personally, I got to write it down. I got to have a conversation about it. And I got to put it in my calendar for me to be on top of what needs to get done. So just look for ways that you can help him or he doesn't have to constantly think about everything for everybody by himself because even as a mom I go through uh feeling like I have to have three brains I gotta have a brain for me I gotta have a brain for the first kid I gotta have a brain for the second kid and that gets exhausting so think about if you were like a leader or the man of the household and you gotta think for you you gotta think about your wife's needs you gotta think about your kids needs you gotta think about your parents you got to think about work like that's a lot of moving parts so if as a woman you know this person wants to show up in the best way for their family what can you do so they don't have to have those extra thoughts by themselves yeah um being willing to grow personally so y'all could be better together will be a big help for him having integrity for yourself at all times. So even if you go out with your friends, he don't have to worry about why did you get a fifth drink when you felt like this on the fourth? You know what I'm saying? Why did you get in a car by yourself after a few drinks when you could have got a ride with your friend that was safer at night? Or you could have called me to come get you. Like little things like that that he doesn't have to worry about you going out like a little teenager like you have things you know together you you set a a sitter for the kids just in case you didn't leave it up to my elderly mother to take on three kids that you know she can't handle certain things like that um being financially aware Ah, this right here A woman that's financially aware with a man that's been doing it for himself already, it means he already has a system set in place. All you really have to do is follow the system that he has set in place. If he puts the money in the account and you have 
availability to be in the account and know what needs to be paid, that means he is trusting you to do what you need to do with the money that's in the account. You know what I'm saying? I have a, a brother that owns a business and the shit that he does from the moment he wakes up to when he goes to sleep, he doesn't have time to sit and look at the accounts and see every little thing that went out. When he gets bills in the shop, if I go there to clean, sometimes I'll organize the bills at the shop, but I promise you all those bills are closed. So hopefully the wife that he has in his life will take the time while she's sitting in the office and open them bitches up and see what needs to be paid where and put the money where it needs to be. But that's what you have when you have a companion and someone that understands what's on your plate. I have a job as an owner, but the job that I do is out of service. So where I am mentally a lot and physically is under machinery, you need to be in these papers. It's teamwork. Yeah. Um, the next thing that you can need you could do to help a man, a good man, is to have a sense of humor. Oh yes. Okay. And for women, sometimes that might be hard when you haven't seen this man in three days and you're doing a lot. And he, the moment you hear from him is he's sending you a joke or maybe sending you a meme and you're just like, that's not funny because I got to do X, Y, and Z today, but I'm glad you think that's funny and that's what you want to say to me after I haven't heard from you and X, Y, and Z. Like, he's not trying to hear that. <laughs> you can hard it, you can LOL it, and you can call him later and try to express to him that, hey, um, how's everything going? And he might say, blah, 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 blah. And you'd be like, I miss you. When are you coming home? Or, you know, what's on your plate tomorrow? Can we do lunch at least? That's better than nagging because I think sometimes women come off nagging first to men thinking it's cute when it's really like off-putting when all you can really say is hey what's going on that's a check-in and they'll tell you whatever and you can say i miss you that tells me where your emotions are and then we can see what we could do about that next yep. you know a lot of my frustration i know where it's coming from and then my tone is different after I'm frustrated with people, but I know it has nothing to do with the person, is the main reason on why I'm frustrated, why my tone is changing. It's the same thing. Yep. Um, next thing on this list, emotional maturity Woo. is what a good man will appreciate. Mm-hmm. Please believe that. Okay. Hey, Bracken. Give what the you should appreciate it the most. What's he saying? What's the age bracket where they will appreciate it the most? Give the age bracket. We know. Um, I would say thirty plus. Yes, I would say I would say thirty plus. I say thirty five plus. Very much so. It has to be a must at thirty five plus. 
Yeah, thirty-five plus. We're not playing the kid games no more. You play in your twenties. If you can't, if you're not um, emotionally aware by thirty-five or more, then you 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 shouldn't be dating nobody. Right, and that's where I be so confused when I see a forty-year-old dating a twenty-one-year-old because that emotional maturity is not there. So what are you doing? Exactly, not at all. Why would you stress yourself like that? Um, next thing is have a good value system that he can trust. Um, I talked about that enough already. I'm not going to elaborate. Pour into what makes you happy and remind him that he's included. Good men love happy women. Good men will like a picture on social media of a woman and being happy, dancing, um, working, doing something with her kids, doing something with herself, dressing up, um, or just talking about something she's knowledgeable about. They like a woman that is completely comfortable and secure in that thing that she does the best. And so sometimes if you're a woman and you're doubting yourself in a man's life or you're feeling like you have competition because um, a woman is showing up a certain way around him or around you and you feel like there's competition there, all you got to do is better yourself. Men love when they see women working out. Men love when they see women eating healthy or taking care of herself or making sure her hair is done or making sure, you know, she's dressing up and she's taking herself out for a day date or whatever. But you'll, you'll get your, you will attract more men, good and bad when you're happy, when you're taking care of yourself, but you will attract a good man that wants to add on to the how you take care of yourself and what makes you happy when you keep that up, when you keep it consistent. The facts. Because if you notice, the most women that'll sit day in and day out and complain about men and, and talk down to men, they might wake up every day in their pajamas. They might stay in their pajamas. They might never get their hair done. Um, unless they're going out with their friends. Um, Don't get their hair done. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> the only time that they really want to do it up is when their friends is doing it up. Why wouldn't you want to do it up for your man? Why wouldn't you want to do it up for yourself? Why wouldn't you want to get up and wash your face and brush your teeth while your man's home? Yep. You know what I'm saying? Who, like, I love when people do this, you know, this is who I married, this is what I got. <laughs> and, some, and sometimes the reality is who you married or who you met might not be who you have at 9 a.m. today. But by lunch or by 5 o'clock, please, sis, do something with your hair. Remind him of why he picked you. Remind you of why you are that lady for him. Exactly. That's it. You know what I'm saying? 
make make sure he has a good updated picture of who his wife is if somebody asks him let me see a picture of your wife and make sure it's something he can stand by <laughs> yeah right you know what i'm saying let me see a picture of your wife drop your wife in the group chat is it something good that he's dropping in the group chat or is it that first morning picture you know what i'm saying but um little things like that uh what's next lastly what i have on this list allow him to feel at home and wanted by you and with you um i always see women who may decorate a house um you know do things in a house and you don't see where that man will be comfortable sitting in that room you don't see where that man will feel comfortable laying in this bed it doesn't look like a man lives here with you because when some women um have the space to decorate because most men don't want to take that from a woman in a home they want a woman to make a home yeah some women forget to include that would a man want to be in this room? Uh-huh. Would a man want 10 pillows on the bed? <laughs> nope. Does a man want a pink a pink bathroom? Nope. You know what I'm saying? Like just be considerate of a man having space. You know, it's 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 unfortunate that some men will do their damage to make sure a woman has a home their kids have somewhere that's warm, that's comfortable, and all they get is the closet that's downstairs and the unfinished basement. Make it work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I just want to make sure, like, even with my kids, I know it's just me and my kids, I want to make sure that they're comfortable in every room. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I want to make sure that they feel comfortable to go in the kitchen and get themselves something. Uh, when they go downstairs, they don't, they're not worried about, make sure you don't touch the banister. Make sure you wear these shoes. Make sure when you go in this bathroom, you only use this tissue. Like, who wants to be in a house like that? Nobody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's a reason why men who really have the finances to have an apartment in the city mostly stay at the apartment in the city exactly. just make sure that they're comfortable with you also and make sure that you make them feel at peace of coming home and being in here and not having to be in their face the whole time that they're in the house mm-hmm. but those are just like little things on how you can support a man and those things sound very simple because when a man can support himself and has been taking care of himself and has a foundation, the way that you show up in his life and the way that he needs you to show up in his life is very simple. He's not going to ask you to jump through hoops. Nope, not at all. You know what I'm saying? This expectation of uh, what you may see a lot of men sit on a podcast with 20 year olds and talk down to them and say, they're not going to have to say that because they're not going to pick a 20 year old 
when they have 30-year-old shit going on in their life, 40-year-old shit going on in their life. Exactly. But I'm going to run through these messages and then we're going to be done with this show. I appreciate y'all for listening. You can still find The Real Relationship Report and other shows on your favorite podcast app. I will post this by Monday, but I'm going to run through these messages. Shouts out. Shouts out to the panel. I want to give a shout out to the lady first. Sorry, my guy. Um, as always, about the ladies first. Shouts out to She Get It um, podcast. My name is Chan. And what's going on to you, Dungeon? Shouts out to y'all. And also, shouts out to the listeners that's in here supporting them. Appreciate it. Thank you for stepping through. And see me, I'm like a fair person. I'm such a fair person because, listen... Whatever goes for the man, it goes for the woman, for real, for real. Um, just like me, you know, when I got divorced from my ex-husband, uh, I paid child support. You see, mm. um, I can go into so much detail about that. Now, my husband and I'm with now, we've been together for 17 years, um, come for 20 We've been married for 12 years. So, it's just, it's really different. Um, My ex-husband is older than me. He's a 10-year difference between my husband now. So, there is a difference, and y'all probably don't want to hear that, because, woo. Mm. (laughs) I ain't going to even lie to you. To be honest with you, uh, when you're a married woman... Your friends, uh, some things become different, especially if they're not married. So, mm -hmm. (laughs) but anyhow, a woman knows, she knows, you know, she knows. That's all I can say. That's all I can really say, you know, I don't, I don't. I really don't know what else to say because I just think um, we real recognize real each one to each one already know what it is to be honest and they want to follow suit you can grow together and it's not going to always be blissful far as like like I said like ain't no one going to ever get on someone's nerves but it definitely be a pleasure to be around all the time. And see me, to be honest, like, I do have my own income. But you know what? I love to give my husband the money for one because I just, even though he he works full time, full time. So, and I'm able to be an at-home wife at that. So, um, I just just love to look, you know. He pays for stuff all the time. So, I don't ever want to, I don't know, I just don't like that look, like, no, even though my husband be like, no, you pay for it, you know, I don't ever want that look, like, you know, just people assume, like, she paying for him, like, I just, I don't know, that, now that part is a little weird on me, this technical to you, that's me. Okay, so that's your personal preference, right? 
and that's cool. That's your husband. Me personally, when I'm with a man, I don't care what people assume. And I don't care if I'm paying with a man I'm enjoying. I don't care if, you know, you know, he paid for this and I pay for that. Or if I, if I have it and I see two things I want to buy for him and it's a Tuesday, I'm going to buy those two things for him on a Tuesday. Like what people assume your relationship is with the person you're with is none of your business. And don't maneuver in your relationships thinking what people are going to think about your relationship. If it's working for y'all, then it's working for y'all. And I think, you know, if that man is a good man um, and he knows what he's looking for, the woman would be able to follow suit. She would understand already her place and um, she would enjoy her role in his life. Um, truly, that's her role, dog, you know. But anyhow, um, vice versa, you know, for a man, you know, um, know he got a good woman, he he would do what he's supposed to do and make sure he don't get too distracted, you know, with the the things that's walking by, you know. <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, I think there's a way to look at outside ass cheeks or tits in a way where it's not rude. But that's another thing, too. Like, I wouldn't want to be with a man who purposely acting like he doesn't see the big booty or the titties in the room. I'm okay with you seeing the big booty and the titties in the room. I just don't want you to be uh, immature. Let me break my neck. And look at the big booty and the titties in the room like I've never seen one. Yeah. Like people, like men like that make it weird. It doesn't have to be weird. And I don't care if we're just dating. I don't care if we're, I'm in a relationship with you. And I don't care if we're married. I'm okay with you seeing other women and noticing that they're beautiful or they have nice parts. But please don't think about my feelings and act like you don't see them in the room because that's going to make me feel like you hiding something. Yeah, exactly. We know uh, other good looking people out here on this planet. Like, what's up? What we right. right. All right, all right, all right. Um, y'all said y'all getting ready to get out of here. How do you support that good man? You support that good man by being supportive, loyalty, faithful, um, committed. We're not going to say submissive because um, when it comes to submissive, a lot of people go overboard with that. Mm -hmm. But you support him by making sure that his everyday needs, if you know what they are, and if you um, in a relationship with him and you talk to him, you should know what those things are and you make sure that they're prepared for him. That's how you support a good man. That's just my opinion. I approve that opinion. <laughs> yeah, I agree. 
I might be like a spoiled baby, you know, being the only female in the house. <laughs> um, my husband said I could be a brat, but he thinks it's cute. So, I mean, I try not to be bratty, but yeah, I'm a big daddy's girl. <laughs> hey, y'all, this is Tanika Tia. That's me. At least you know what he like, and that's fine. Listen, I guess, listen, I've been married so long, I wouldn't even understand any of that. You know, my husband let me as I am with my hair did or not. You know, I do hair. I cut their hair. I do individual lashes if I want to put on lashes or whatnot. It's like my husband, he never makes me feel like um, I have to have this addition to myself to catch his eye. You know, I don't never have to feel like I'm in competition. And then on top of that, I'm just never an envy or a jealous type woman. So, you know, when you secure yourself, confident in yourself, because of, for one, where your spiritual and your faith is, you don't have to worry about none of that. You know what I mean? So I never have to be a conceited person or ever look down on anyone. That's good. That's good. And that's also another thing, like, when you're with a, a a good man and a quality man and someone who is completely balanced in themselves, he doesn't have to say certain things to you for you to do certain things. You automatically want to do certain things. And so when it came to the comment about submissiveness, good men don't have to tell you to be submissive. It's something you automatically want to do because you're so comfortable in this relationship. You're, you're so at peace here. I want to do more. I want to show up more. So I automatically do those things. That's why it's so dumb for a man to be like, women need to be more submissive. You don't have to ask a woman to be submissive to you if you were doing the right things in her life. As I've said, that whole situation, <laughs> you're right, no, it comes naturally. I've never been in a relationship in my life where I had to tell a woman, oh, you need to be more submissive to me. If you're yeah. doing what you're supposed to be doing, it'll come, she'll do it naturally. Yeah. Our relationships have been for other things, maybe even the lack of comprehension or, you know, things where we couldn't get it together on one end, but it was never a woman, like, not being like, you're the leader, head of household. I don't believe in you, bitch ass nigga. It was never that. It was never that. Right. So, you know, I definitely we we we've said this in the past. For the past episodes, you can hear it. Like there was a whole the whole year we were doing that when these niggas out here talking about oh women need to be submissive. Where I was <laughs> like, oh, you need to be a better man. Right. Right. That's right. You ain't got to tell her. <laughs> she already know what time it is if that's a good woman. God damn. She gets it, podcast. I like this show. Let's go. Hey, what's up? Yeah, my bad. What's up, Chan? Dungeon in the building. On stereo. Bad boy checking in. Let's go. What's good? What's good? What's good? Well, this was a good show, Dungeon. I feel like I said enough. I feel like the people in here understand. 
um, what men I'm talking about and the women that will show up for this man will show up for this man. The woman that's like, nah, he gonna make me do this and then I gotta do this and then he gonna expect X, Y, and Z. They won't show up for a good man. They're not looking for a good man. So how do you support a good man? A man that's good is you just be a good woman. Facts. That's it. And don't My- worry, ladies, we coming with the vice versa episode for y'all. Don't don't get it twisted. How do you support a good woman is on the way? Yeah. Ooh. Man. I'm gonna talk to you dusty ass niggas out here, boy. The first thing I'm gonna put on that list is you brush your teeth and go to your dentist. Brush your teeth, wash your balls, you filthy. Okay, okay, but we're not there yet. We're not on that show yet. I appreciate all of y'all for coming through the show today, tonight. I want you to enjoy your weekend. Um, Don't spend your taxes all in one space. Don't have somebody that you know around the way do your taxes. And don't be surprised of somebody that's trying to spin the block because it's tax time, all right? Uh, Keep your couch empty. You don't have any room for somebody to be sleeping on your couch. Um, And just be good to yourself. This is Shan. That is Dungeon. This is The Real Relationship Rapport. I will tell you guys when we're having another show this month, um, later this month, I appreciate you guys for coming through. Uh, we're not telling you what to do in your relationship, but if you have an issue in your relationship and you're looking for what we're talking about, we just drop tips. And if you if you use them, you use them. And if they don't apply, let that shit fly. We got one more message and then we out of here. Hey, salutations once again to the panel, to the listeners. This is uh, Tarak, a Rockzilla, a Nigzilla at times. Um, Hey, if we're on the same vibration, the same frequency, uh, and make it happen, Captain is here. It ain't going to be none of that, uh, how can I say, I'm hearing a lot of brothers say, you need to submit. I see both of us submitting the others to each right. other. Teamwork right. make the dream work, pilot to co-pilot. Uh, right. I'm not looking to follow anyone on the internet, which I call the nigga net. Oh, this dude getting this woman to do this, so I'm going to wait a minute. So I'm going to do this because I've seen this this dude talking about it. And it, yeah. no, I'm not doing this shit. I'm not no follower. You know, just one one thing. You know, we're treating each other cool. Just don't whoop me with your mouth. My brother-in-law told me that. He said he said to my sister, just don't whoop me with your mouth. We can help each other and we can heal each other. We ain't going to drain each other. Mm, I like that. Bye. All right, then enjoy your weekend. Don't spend all your ones on the strippers. Um, but make sure you have a good time. I'm going to definitely pay somebody's phone bill tonight. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> See y'all on the- Later. Bye.